Welcome back to another episode of the Next Level Minds podcast. My name is Chris Chapman and I am your host. And if this is the first time tuning in, then this is a podcast dedicated to those who want to reach a next level in their business, personal, or career life. Every other week, I'm blessed to sit down with a fully qualified guest, entrepreneur, content creator, or mover and shaker in their industry, and really walk through their story of how they have gotten from point A to point B and overcame various adversities along the way. Now, before we dive into this week's episode, I want to go ahead and reiterate my main goal, which is to impact over 1 million people by helping them reach a next level. So if you've not done this already, there's three things that you can do to help with that. One, you can subscribe to Next Level Minds on Apple Podcasts so you can get updates on the latest episodes. Two, you can make a review of the show and let me know what you think. Feedback is always welcome. And three, you can most importantly share this episode with a family member, friend, or colleague who you think will get some value out of it with the end goal of helping them reach a next level in their business, personal, or career life. Now on to today's guest and episode, I am sitting down with Brad Modric. He is the founder of Just Aesthetic Nursing, Trifecta Credit Solutions. He runs Everbowl and another company called Conflict, and he's been directly involved with First Forum, which is one of my favorite companies, as well as Arate Syndicate. Although Brad is uniquely positioned right now as someone who runs multiple businesses, it wasn't always the case with him. He actually spent some time in prison in the past based on some uh, unfortunate mistakes that he made in his past life. However, he took that situation, got out of prison, and decided to make a huge change in his life. So I am super excited to sit down with Brad just to really walk through his entire story. I know that his content, because I follow him on Instagram, pumps me up every single day. He's always talking about taking ownership of your life. So I am pumped to dive in with him today. Other than that, thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode. And as we like to say here, your mindset is your greatest weapon for the battle of success. Brad, thanks for hopping on the Next Level Minds podcast, man. Really appreciate it. Uh, thanks for having, bro. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. How's the? Uh, I think we're sitting at Wednesday recording right now. So, how's the week been for you so far? Uh, it's been eventful. <laughs> it's been eventful. Uh, my days are are pretty solid. Uh, running three companies, so uh, you know, just going through the the labor pains of of entrepreneurship, bro. Yeah, it's kind of gotten worse too as times progressed, which obviously is no fun. So. It's, you know, you know, it's a lot of people, a lot of people think that, um, and I, I think, you know, you talk about next level, the podcast, and it, it's literally the people who are going through problems right now and going through struggles right now, like with the economy and inflation and all of this, um, even like people who are building and they're dealing with, uh, um, uh, chain, chain supply issues, mm. the people who are having problems don't truly have systems in place. And when you have systems in place, it just takes away so much stress. When you have systems with your financials, systems with your business, systems with your people, and all along you're diversified and you're 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 just kind of 
running the play on each one. And, you know, a lot of people as, as busy, you know, I'm, I'm a pretty productive dude. Um, I don't stress. Mm. I, I, I don't, I don't stress, you know, you control your controllables. And I think a lot of people who are, are, are extremely high achievers, they have that same mindset. Um, when you get kicked in the ass or when, you know, you take one on the chin, it's not, Oh my God, I got hit on the chin. It's I got hit on the chin and I'm right back in it. It's like, it's, uh, Ed was, you know, Ed, my, let's my, my mentor, uh, we call it dispersion. It's how quick you could snap back and it's the dispersion or I call it stimulated response. Hmm. Like if I smacked you, there'd be a stimulated response that you'd smack me back. Right. I'm pretty sure yeah. like if we were sitting there, I went, and cracked you, your arm would be coming straight out, trying to crack me right back. I would expect it. That's how you got to be with problems. Mm. Like you got to be, you got to have that stimulated response to attack it right back. And that's where people fail. They get smacked and they're like, oh my God, I got smacked. What the hell do I do? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And have that response ready to go. And that I think that comes right from having the systems in place, correct? Systems. Yeah. Systems, resources, your network. Uh, I'm sure, you know, what you're doing with the podcast, you're building up a great network. I'm sure you have a, a, a grocery list of people that you can kind of tap into. And if it's a situation like, you know, that I can't figure out, I learned, I, I, I really learned this like two years ago. I am not the first person to have this problem. There's gotta be someone who had this exact same problem. How did they get through it? Hold on. Let me call this guy. And I've never been afraid to ask for help ever. Yeah. I like that you mentioned that because I think early on in the entrepreneurship game, that's obviously very important, but I mean, you've been in it years and years and years in, and you're still saying, you know, I still go and ask for help. I think that's really cool. You mentioned that. Yeah, you have to, man. I, uh, you know, one of the core values of Arte is being a lifetime student, man. I'm, I'm constantly learning, uh, here, even, you know, we had a founders meeting today with, uh, my, my partners with trifecta mm. and we were going over like what we've accomplished in two years. And, uh, we did it all off the cuff, mm. like building, just knowing what we know building. And we got to the point where, Hey, we're going to reach out to some senior credit companies that have been, that are just crushing it, that we've built relationships with and Hey, I believe in coaching. I believe in mentoring. So why not find someone who is running the play, who has the systems, the process and the culture? Hey, what did you do to get there? I'm not looking for like, I'm not, what did you do? I'll even pay for your time. I even told someone today, like I will pay to learn. Um, A lot of people just don't do that. Ego, the the male ego, the ego in general is just a, a very finicky thing, man. A lot of guys don't know how to swallow that ego pill, that pride pill. Yeah. And you can skip so many hard lessons. I mean, you're still going to have them, right? But you can skip so many if you're like, hey, what was your roadmap along the way? I mean, you, you miss a lot of potholes from, from doing that. So that's right. Facts. What um, about the systems? Let me, let me ask you this real quick. So you mentioned you have your system set up with your businesses. Obviously, that's super important. Totally agree with that. But if you're early on in the entrepreneurship game, maybe it's your first company, and you don't really know how to build those systems, do those come from hiring people early on or having those conversations with the mentors? What's kind of your advice there? Um, so, you know, my, my background was I was a VP with LA Fitness and uh, LA Fitness is really what, what put me on the map in terms of understanding structure, understanding systems. And 
one thing LA fitness had was amazing systems, right. Mm. Um, and systems for, if a piece of equipment went down, you know, every single piece of equipment had, uh, had a barcode on it. You could put that barcode in the equipment module and literally there was a ripple effect of people that would get this report, how long it was down, how quick it got responded. There was a system to get it up and running right away. All you had to do is put the barcode in the system. That's it. You didn't have to worry about nothing, right? Um, the, there was a system for sales, uh, understanding, you know, knowing your numbers with, you know, the lead count and the shows and your conversions and, you know, how many times you spoke to a guest, a guest pass, all these metrics that you put into you know, like the sales module. Um, and then there's knowing your numbers for like your PL. Mm. Like, are you profitable? What are you spending? Um, if like it right now, I'm redoing all of my budgets. Literally, I got it on two huge whiteboards here. I'm going down each location, each business. What is my like really getting it to a fine detail, knowing my numbers? So uh, how did I get there? To, to answer the question in short, um, LA fitness taught me. And mm. then, and, and that was one of the first things that I learned was know your numbers and know your people. That was like one of the first things I learned at, at LA fitness. Um, like knowing the power of knowing your numbers, uh, the power of knowing how many people you sold and just all of the metrics that went into the sales formula. Uh, and then just over time, I've created systems for it. Um, but to new people that are in entrepreneurship, know your numbers, get, you know, QuickBooks is a great way, mm. a very easy way, QuickBooks or some type of an accounting software. Um, I think that's one thing that's completely underrated. A lot of people are just working off their debit card, uh, get a credit card, get your bank account. Like we do everything, credit card, bank account, credit card, bank account. And it's extremely easy for your accountant to follow. Um, there's just two item lines that they got to follow. You just put everything into that goes through your bank account, everything that's on that credit card. It's super clean. Um, and just, just knowing your numbers. I mean, that, that, that's just a, such a huge part. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, I think that's very important. I'm glad you brought up LA fitness too. I want to go back uh, a bit further. So I know, I believe you pretty much grew up with just your mom and, and two sisters. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what learning lessons from, from that, you know, childhood, uh, can, can you speak about? Uh, man, what can I learn from my childhood? That's, that's, you know, that's a, that could tend to be a dark place for me. Um, I learned what not to do. Yeah. Um, and I think that's, that's probably one of the biggest lessons that I got. Um, you know, my, my two sisters and I have an amazing bond. Like I, I see families broken down. I see families that don't talk to each other. Mm. I see families that squabble over uh, just the dumbest things, like just ridiculous. And my two sisters and I had, you know, I think what, what have I learned from them? Loyalty. Nice. Um, you know, first it was loyalty to my sisters. It was Monica, Jenny and Brad. Like you couldn't pull us apart. Um, my sisters used to beat up dudes like that would pick on me. Like they were, they were bruisers, right? My sisters didn't take no shit from anybody. And then I learned, you don't take no shit from no one. You speak your mind, you, you know, and I learned that from my sisters. We didn't have a dad and there was no male role model. Uh, I learned loyalty from my sisters, regardless of what happens, right? Loyalty. Um, 
you know that 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 classic. I forget the name of it. It's the movie with Matt Damon, not Matt Damon, uh, Ben Affleck, and uh, they're bank robbers up in Boston. Was it? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I was walking in. He goes, "We got to go do some bad things to some people." And the other dude turns to him and he's like, "Okay, who's driving?" (laughs) That would be my sisters. They would literally. They wouldn't even ask a question. They'd lace up. Let's go. They wouldn't even ask. Yeah. Um, that's what I learned. And, and, you know, that, that translates in, in relationships and networking, you know, I, I got a, a, a pretty firm standing on, on people where do what you say you're going to do, be there for people. But that, that relationship is contingent that you're going to do the same mm. because that's where that loyalty comes from. Um, loyalty is an extremely big core value for me and every single one of my businesses, like having that loyalty, because we know we do the right thing. We know our ethics are in check and we know our morals are in check. Mm. So when those standards are set and those expectations are set, we breed loyalty. Right. And then we expect loyalty. Yeah. I like that. And it kind of all goes back to loyalty and people are going to see that, that loyalty now, especially there's so many businesses out there. I think just having that as a core value, like you mentioned, all of your businesses instantly kind of separates you apart. Yeah. Instantly. Yeah. So going, going on your background a little bit to LA fitness. So was that prior to obviously getting in, in a bit of trouble on, on your, uh, into the woods and everything? Uh, I know. Yeah. LA, LA was, uh, the second job I got right out of prison. Yeah. Um, Shelly, I worked for a small mom and pop shop. It was called the conditioning center. I was a trainer. Shelly Pulaski Fisher gave me uh, my first shot out of the box. And, uh, yeah, LA fitness. I, I heard LA fitness was coming in and I just, I, I worked aggressively to get that so, job. So the, the prison was from drug dealing, right? I think we talked about on the phone. It was. Yep. Yep. So how long were you in there? Uh, I did 39 months in federal prison. Okay. Wow. That's, that's a lot. Yeah. Well, uh, during that time, so obviously you're very successful with, with all your companies. I think success falls back on belief systems. So when you were in, you know, prison, as you mentioned, 39 months, did you have that belief system of all right, one day I'm going to be successful or kind of like, how did that start to shape up? No, absolutely not. Uh, there was a point when I first got arrested uh, and, and I've, I've talked about this multiple times on a podcast. Remember Goodfellas when Ray Liotta was a kid, he was a young kid mm. and he comes walking out of the court for the first time he got busted and all the Goombas were there and they were like, Hey, you broke your cherry. That was in my mind. Like I got arrested. It was, uh, it was almost like it was destiny, right? Like I, this is right where I should have been. I kept my mouth shut you know, I took my lumps, even, even, even like when I got arrested, this is just a quick, funny part of it. When I got arrested, I got arrested with the drugs, like <laughs> hand in the cookie jar. I got caught. And for some reason, this slick shot attorney that we had talked me into going to trial. I don't even know how, like, I, I just, he was like, because at that time I thought I was like Scarface. I had guns everywhere. I'm a Marine, tough guy, bodybuilder, you know, rough, rugged and raw. And every person I spoke to, they were like, you're an idiot. You should have pled guilty, said that you were doing massive amounts of drugs and you probably would have gotten camp and did like maybe 12 months in a camp. Because at the time, ecstasy, MDMA was a schedule four drug. Mm. 
So it was literally like a, a slap on the wrist, but because I took it to trial, I wasted everyone's time. And I tried to be like, I'm, you know, we're taking it to trial. I'm John Gotti. Like, like just a dickhead. I, I really was like, now that I think about it, but in hindsight, when I got arrested, um, I did my 39 months mm. the first year because I, I, I put in for a request to get back up to Pennsylvania. Almost my first year, I sat in solitary confinement mm. and, uh, you know, part of it was in transit Then I got dropped on the compound in, uh, in Pennsylvania. And I grew up with one of the corrections officers, make a super long story short. Uh, you can't know any of the corrections officers and be an inmate. So it immediately went to a wow. transfer and I was in the hole waiting for a transover almost for like a full year. I was in, in solitary. When you sit in solitary confinement for 12 months, a lot goes through your head. How did I get here? Mm. You know, you start, you know, rewinding the tape about the rats and the snitches and uh, who's, you know, doing this with my ex and that, you know, all kinds of crazy stuff going through your head, you know, crazy emotions up and down. And I thought, you know, the one time I thought I was in this little cell, maybe six by 10 room, not even iron cot steel shitter that had a sink on top of it, a frosted little like four inch piece of glass that's frosted. So you could just tell if it's night or day. And I just remember feeling so small, like hmm. I'm in the basement of this prison in a cell locked up. No one knows I'm here. How easy would it be to try to tie something and just like, fuck it. I'm gone. Mm. go through crazy emotions. Um, then I started thinking like, you know, this was, this was meant to be, you know, this is me getting my stripes. I'm earning my badge of honor to the streets. Um, like I, I did it. I kept my mouth shut. I took my lumps. I'm going to come back out. My street cred is literally going to go through the roof. Because I kept my mouth shut. I can get right back out. I'm starting. So I start devising a plan on how I'm going to get back out, how I'm going to make a monopoly. I'm going to take over this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Like I just start thinking of building. So when I think about success, it wasn't the success that I had now. Mm. It was the success of being a better criminal. Right. Get dropped out uh, into Loretto. Uh, it's in Altoona, PA, right outside Pittsburgh. For some unknown reason, I had to have a cigarette. I haven't smoked now in like a year. Mind you, I was an avid smoker. Hmm. Um, even though I was in a body bill, I was still smoking. It was because that was the criminal thing to do. Uh, I get out on the compound. I go to smoke a cigarette and there's a guy sitting out on the compound. Just looked like he's been through hell. Jailhouse tatted up, salt and pepper, crazy, straggly hair, busted up teeth. And he looked up at me and he was like, so is this what you're going to do for the rest of your life, kid? And I looked at him. And I was like, absolutely fucking not. And I flicked my cigarette. I went upstairs. I enrolled in 
every possible class you could imagine. Got my GED in prison, got my personal training certificate in prison, took marketing classes in prison, took business classes in prison, anything that I could do to better myself for the next two and a half years, that's what I did. There was no way something clicked, something hit me, God interacted, whatever. Maybe that was an angel. I don't know. Um, but something just said, we're going to pivot your ass as hard about face and we're going to go the opposite direction. And I didn't look back. I got out, got a job. Uh, started, I started building up like business plans. Cause I was in like, mm -hmm. I was a gym guy. I was like, I'm going to open up a gold's gym. I started looking at franchises. There was golds here in the Allentown area already. Uh, went and applied at the conditioning center as a trainer, got my trainer job. And then in came walking, uh, one of the reps for pre-core Billy Shotwell, uh, still a dear friend of mine today. Um, he said, Hey, did you hear about this LA fitness? And I was like, what, when, when, when is it getting here? And I went and applied and the rest is history. I wrote 18 years hard with him. That's so crazy about the story with, uh, as you're on the yard, you know, about to smoke the cigarette and just that one yeah. moment. I mean, like, think about you, which I'm sure you've done Think about like, if you didn't have that conversation. So I agree. I don't know what it was, angel, God, universe, whatever, but man, that's, that's actually insane. It is. Um, cause in, in prison, you could become a better criminal. Like, yeah, you can definitely, you could learn how to cut shit, brick shit. I mean, like your white collar guys were always talking about white collar shit and how to scam this and counterfeit this and the different kinds of like, I, I mean, you just hear things, you know, Hey, well, why don't you use this paper? Well, if you go to this place up in this town, you can get, you know, this certain kind of paper and you know, it feels like money. You're just like, you could become a better criminal in prison. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Or I mean you could do the other, what I did. Yeah. I mean, you going back to what you mentioned at the very start of the episode, you focus on the controllable. All right. I can get the GED. I can take the classes and like you be can become uh, pretty business versed, if you will, versus everyone else or a lot of other people probably just out in the yard becoming a, a better criminal, as you mentioned. Yeah. Um, I became the gym guy in prison too. Like, it's just so mm -hmm. funny. Um, I, you know, my, my, cause everyone in prison has to work. I, I worked in the kitchen. Um, and then afterward, you could volunteer to do other things. And I volunteered to, to work in the gym. There was this, I mean, it was like old school, like Rocky Balboa, rusty plates, like ratchety old lat pull down, just like old ratchety, rusty shit. But I literally became the gym guy. I was putting workout plans together for mm. people, spotting people. Just I was there literally from the second we got out on, on recess to the time we had to go back to the racks. Like I, that's where I was at. Yeah. And that's where I developed my, my skill set, man. And I got out and I wanted to open a gym and found LA. Yeah. So LA, you said you're there eight, 18 years. Is that correct? 18 years. So did you start any of the companies you're doing now while you're at LA fitness or what was that like? So my wife got into injectables towards the end. And that was the transition from when she was working under some plastic surgeons and she just can now mind you, I'm still a VP at the time. Um, she's coming home and she's just telling me about all of, you know, the, the, the money that these people are spending. And in my mind, business numbers, I'm just like, how the hell are we opening up our own place? Yeah. Like you're smart enough. You can do this. And she's like, pump the brakes there, buddy. She was like, let me learn this. Like, and you got to understand my wife, my wife is someone who 
won't dive into something until she completely understands what that process is and all of the ramifications that go along with it, good and bad. Uh, so she's just crafting her skill. And I'm just like, my mind is spinning. Like we got to get to a spot. And then, you know, we, we, we did it. And, yeah. uh, that's when I left LA. Can you, can you tell the story? I, you, you told me this on the phone about how you started working with first form, but you were still at LA fitness and, you know, you were like, Hey, I'll, I'll literally work for free. I mean, I thought that had a lot of learning lessons behind it. Yeah. So, um, by the way, I tried their cinnamon toast crunch protein. Didn't want to cut you off there, but damn, that stuff is so good. The bomb, right? I yeah. told you. The bomb. It's like, Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Uh, I'll send you, I got a free shipping link. If you want to keep buying stuff from them, hmm. um, I'll send it to you. Uh, yeah. So my brother, DJ Anthony, who was like, uh, and first off, you know, for, for the listeners, first form is a supplement company based out of St. Louis. The owner is Andy Fursella. Uh, one of the owners, Chris Klein's his partner. Um, but Andy is, you know, the CEO of the company and he had a podcast at the time called the MF CEO project. Um, hands down one of the most pivotal podcasts that I've ever listened to that had helped shape me or reshape me, so to speak. Um, my, my love, respect for Andy will never die. My loyalty to that man is it's unbreakable. Um, I love that guy, man. He's, uh, he helped me get through a lot. So brother of mine, uh, called me while I was, you know, running the, the clubs. We just opened up a, a location down in King of Prussia and, he called me. He was like, Hey, can I set up like a, a display table? And I'm just like, yeah, whatever, bro. Come, come. And he came and I tasted it. And I was like, Oh, how do I get it? So I started taking the product and he, he was, he told me, he was like, Hey, you got to listen to this podcast. It was Andy's episode. It was episode two. I went back and listened to the first one. So I listened to it literally from day one. And I would listen to this guy every day going to work and every, I would just listen to this podcast every day. I was Andy, 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 Andy. And I just, everything that he was saying, I was, I was feeling, I was doing a lot of the stuff he was talking about in my leadership position. Um, and I just felt like just immediately fucking connected to this guy, like unquestionable. I'm like, yo, I get this guy. I understand him. I feel his, his intensity. I feel his passion. Like I get it. So I started really deep digging into the product and uh, I called, you know, I got connected with someone at headquarters, Cody Klein, my brother, who was like in head of the, the Legionnaire program. Uh, I called him and I'm like, hey, how, how can I I'd be a part? And he was like, hey, we, we got to do our due diligence with our Legionnaires. So he kind of like checked me out. He called me back. He was like, yeah, man, you'd be a perfect candidate. And he sent me the agreement. And when I got the agreement, there was a compensation that went into play because uh, you get like a little commission off of each thing you sell. And I'm like, ah, I was like, I can't. I can't take it. I was like in my contract, my, uh, my contract as with my vice president, uh, position at LA, there was a very, very big disclosure that said, you cannot sell any type of supplements to any of our members, blah, 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 blah. There's this whole thing about supplements. So I was like, bro, I can't do it. He was just like, I, we got to pay you. Like if we don't pay you, like we you can't be part of it. And I'm just like, oh shit. I'm like, all right, whatever. So I let it go a couple months and just drinking the juice and, you know, understanding Andy and taking it all in and the sales guy in me, I'm just like, we don't accept no for an answer. Let's go and try it again. Uh, we called again. He was just like, no, he was like, we got to pay you. I was like, then donate it. 
Give it, give it to someone else. I don't, I don't care where it goes. It's not about the money for me. It's me being able to represent the brand because I believe in the brand. I believe in the people. I believe in the product. Um, I believe in the culture, the core values, like everything, just check, 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 check. Every box checks off. What do I got to do to be a part of it? It's not about money for me. It's never been about money for me. Uh, but I want to, I do like making money. I just want to be clear on that. Yeah. yeah I don't want to yeah. be one of those guys that are like, oh, it's not about the money. <laughs> I fucking like making money. I like yeah. making a lot of money. I'm going to make a lot of money. Um, don't, I just want to make sure that they get like, oh, I know it's not about the no, money. No, no, but no, at I, this I point, it was not about the money. I was like, I make my money in other ways. This is truly about serving the company. And, uh, they called me back and they were like, yeah, you are literally the first person to ever say that they didn't want to get paid. And uh, I started and that's how I started with first form. And it is such an amazing company to be able to watch what uh, not only they have accomplished, but the lives they changed, the, the, the people, man, the, the, the mm. people at headquarters from the executive level to the Legionnaire program, to the people at the warehouse Sal, the president, Andy's brother, just an amazing human being. And it's, uh, I've never experienced anything like this with first form, um, you know, military background. When I'm out anywhere and I see a first form emblem and I see that logo, it's immediately I, that person understands. Yeah. Agreed. Like it is immediately, I'll walk up to him. I don't care. I look like a crazy person. I'll walk up. I see first form. Hey, what's up, man? Brad Modric, Valentine. Where are you from, buddy? Hey, how long you been? And they're like, oh no, dude, I just got the free t-shirt. I'm like, oh shit. Well, here, here's my number. If you ever have any questions about any of the product, I, like I serve that client. Um, but then if they're like in the Legionnaire program, we just connect, we exchange numbers. It is such an amazing culture that we've created, um, Andy, and it's it it truly is something special. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, I, I listened to MF CEO Project probably starting about two years ago, and then it jumped to Real AF. And man, I love I try to listen to three or four episodes a week because I know he's yeah. doing a lot of them now. Um, and that's I love that you just made that commitment of like, hey, I want to be attached to this brand, I want to work with this brand, and and kind of that whatever it takes mentality. I think that's super important. Yeah, yeah. They, they are special, man. I love my first form fam. How did, um, and is that how you got connected with Arte? Yeah. So listening to the podcast, Andy, Andy was on, uh, had Ed on and, uh, amazing podcast that was, uh, and then they started working on something. And the first time they, they, they put it out in, in, in the world, I immediately, I applied and there was two levels in the beginning. There was the Arte syndicate, which you had to pay, like, I think it was like 80 grand or 70 grand. You had to pay like a big dollar. Like you had to pay in full to get in. I wasn't at that level yet. Um, so they started with an, ex, uh, the RTA accelerator. So this was for people like perfect in my position, an entrepreneur that had a lot of the entrepreneur mindset that was working on building. So I was still a VP at the time, but I, I got accepted into the accelerator program. And since day one, just just learning and growing and scaling. And the Arte is then when I really saw that I could do it on my own. Like I could build my own business. 
Mm. And then there was just a little bit of fuckery going on with, you know, some, some pay shit in corporate, you know, in the corporate world with LA and I still love them, but there was just a little fuckery going on. And I'm just like, I am worth more than what you're saying. And that was the first time as an entrepreneur, I said, you're paying me 150 a year salary. I'm worth more than that. And that was a big jump. Like, and this is where a lot of people get stuck because you think, man, 150 grand, that's a great salary. That's, you, could live a, you could live a decent life, right? Humble life, but you know, a good life. And I just saw more. I'm yeah. like, I want to make 150,000 a month. Yeah. I want to make 150,000 a week. Right. Like, and that was the first time that, uh, I had complete confidence that I could do it. And I, I jumped. Yeah. It was the best thing that I did. And Second. that was, that was the med spa that you started with yeah, your wife, my, correct? Yeah, my wife, uh, my wife took lead. She just became an injector. She was doing her thing, making great money. That gave me the ability to walk away because the, the way that it worked in the beginning and it wasn't, listen, it wasn't this crazy, like methodical, like, Hey, we got this great game plan. My wife started making money. She was just, she was working as an employee and she started with doing like some side things and it got to the point where if she's going to be gone, someone had to be at home with our daughter. Mm. Right. Yeah. So I fell on the sword and said, okay, babe, it's your turn. You go, I'll figure out what we're going to do. I, you know, for the first year, I, I kind of got to play really, you know, 2019, my first year, it was my first year away from corporate America. I was traveling. My wife was killing it. She was making money. I'm going to this event. I'm going to that event. I'm going here. I, I literally, I just went on my path to create my network and to figure it out. As she was being an employee slash part-time entrepreneur, then we just started putting pieces of the puzzle together. And then in 2019, we transitioned into Lehigh Valley. It was Lehigh Valley Laser and Aesthetics. Um, had a small partnership with someone that didn't work out the way that I'd expect it. And then we just jumped in, bought our own property, put our flag in the ground, and uh, we, we did just aesthetic nursing. Yeah, no, I love that. And I'm sure you gain a lot from going to all those events and everything for the, for the full year. Um, oh, it was great, man. I was a success zombie. Yeah, exactly. I was just, it was going everywhere. Right. Uh, Trifecta was what, during 2020, I think you started? That was, that was 2020. Yep. That was in the middle of the pandemic. Uh, we're, we're, we were on a Zoom just like this, me and uh, my two partners, the, the founders of the company, Mike and Dave. And uh, it just came through conversation that uh, people were going to be getting, feeling these effects from the pandemic, from their financial loss. And again, it was another thing where we weren't sitting there thinking about, hey, how much money can we make off of this? It was about core values. It was about mission. It was about purpose. It was about serving. And uh, it's, been, it's been great, man. It's been profitable since day one. And not a lot of companies can do that. Profitable for all, all, everyone in, 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 in check. Um, it's just been great, man. Uh, we've helped a lot of people. We've helped thousands of clients already. And it's just going to continue to grow. Now we're going to take that, no pun intended. We're going to take for 2022, we're going to take it to a next level. Yeah. What, what is your kind of three to five year vision with, with your companies that you got now? Bread and butter is obviously just aesthetic nursing. Um, yep. 
Within five years, we want to have five locations. We want to have school of uh, the Institute of Injectables being the teaching center for every single nurse that we employ. Five locations. Second location is going to be somewhere in this proximity. We're going to prove the model, uh, that the model works without Jan physically being there, that our systems work. Once we prove that model, then I want to do one in Naples. I want to do one Mm. in Scottsdale. I want to do one in Tulsa. Uh, I want to start creating the lifestyle in the places that I want to live. I like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when people say, hey, where would you want want to? I want a house in Scottsdale. I want a house in Naples. Yeah. I want a house in Tulsa. Right. And build the so, business around and it. And then we're going to build the business around it. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's literally mapping out and, and putting together the pieces of the life that you want to live. Mm. And it's an important part to keep that vision. A lot of people don't have that vision or they see it and it's too big. And what can I do? And I can't do that. Anything is possible if you have the right vision you talk about it every day. You let it fill your RAS. You, you're, you're thinking about it. You're talking about it. You're, you're breathing it. And then you're putting in the action behind it. Like I have uh, realtors that are constantly sending me locations from all of those areas. So I'm looking at these different properties. I'm seeing different properties, different opportunities. Like I just found a spot in uh, for our second location here. I found, I think, the perfect location, right? But now... It's just, you're talking about it. You're putting the pieces of the puzzle together. And then all of a sudden, five years later, you got five different locations. You're bringing in 10 million a year. And you're just sitting there and you're just like, this was all the plan. Yeah. It feels good. Um, Yeah. It's going to be great. Yeah. I love that you mentioned that of just like day after day visualizing it, but then the action behind it. I think a lot of people just visualize the success and then it's like, no, you have to put in the actual action, the work behind it to, to make that happen. So, I yeah. mean, that combination between both of them is obviously unstoppable. You can get as hokey as you want and then try to talk it to death. Nothing happens until you take action. And real quick, just to, to touch base, I want to be very clear. Um, it's fucking hard. Yeah. It's there, there, there is the, the, the mental discipline that has to go into, you know, being truly successful. Um, the head trash that everyone is going to get the self doubt, the, the negativity, the, the fostering, the relationships over time that go with it. There is a lot of stuff you don't see on social media, but this is what you do see is you see someone yapping about it and then you just see them disappear. Yeah, there's a lot of negative in success that no one really talks about Um, being able to filter out, you know, what those thoughts are. And and here, man, I'll I'll speak from experience, man. I had imposter syndrome. I had self-doubt. I had uh, there was just a grocery list of head trash that I was working through and just kind of navigating. And then in 2020. Uh, March 9th of 2020, I started my 75 hard program and then the pandemic hit like two weeks after and around like May, I really had an honest conversation with myself and, uh, just got serious about who I was, what my skill set was 
and then just really, really, really started taking action. And then what happens as you're being consistent with your disciplines, and this is, this is I want people to, to be aware of this because a lot of people don't recognize this. As you're going through your day-to-day actions and you're doing what you said you were going to do, and that's your mental, your physical, your spiritual, your financial, getting rid of all of the nonsense that most men do. And I think every man out there knows what the hell I'm talking about. Uh, And you come correct and you're just consistent. What happens is you look back and you say, man, I did it. I, I, I did it. It will literally feed your ethos. It feeds you. You can look back and say, yes, I did it. Then it goes from a week to two weeks, two weeks to three, three to a month. You look back and you said, you know what? I did it. Mm. I did what I said I was going to do. I, 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 I did not fail. I did not. Uh, I didn't quit. I looked down that, that whole month and I did it. It does something to you. Then you're consistent. You know, at first form, Sal says this all the time, and I live by it. It's ingrained to my DNA. Head down, one foot in front of the other, one day at a time. As long as you're in forward progression and forward motion and you stay consistent, then it turns into a quarter. Then it turns into six months. Then all of a sudden, you're stronger physically. You're stronger mentally. Your spirit, that everything that you're doing, universe, God, whatever that is, that, that, that higher power in you, your vibration changes, your vibration changes. And then all of a sudden, you're not like me. I, my wife knows this. I had a very bad spending habit. Swipe, so I'm uh, buy anything. Have I seen anything? I, I'll get it, buy it, buy it. Right. I had to control that. That was something that I knew I had to get under control if I truly wanted wealth. I couldn't just like right now. You know, I always had pictures of Lamborghinis and talked about Lamborghinis. Could I, can I technically buy one? Sure. We could, we could, we could, we could buy one right now, but it's like, that's not the smart thing to do right now. I don't need it for, to what impress people on social media. Bullshit. I'll drive my, I love my truck. Right. So that you start doing those things, you become mentally, physically, spiritually, and financially stronger and you start operating different. Mm. And it comes from being able to look back and said, I had an honest conversation with myself. I did what the fuck I said I was going to do. I stayed committed. I showed up every day, regardless of what the conditions were mentally or physically or what was going on in the exterior, the externals. And I'm here. It's been consistent going on let's see i left 2019 2020 2021 2022 i'm four years into my entrepreneur journey of owning my own businesses and being you know out on my own i i was blessed with having a phenomenal network and again i was intentional about my network I was not the guy who said I was going to be there. Like, here, I'll even take you case in point. You reached out. We talked and connected. There was a vibe. I said I was going to be here today. I showed up today. 
Could have made a million other excuses. I got drama going on at home. I got drama going everywhere. I could have been like, oh, Chris, man, listen, hey, oh, uh, can we can we can we do this another day? Which I'm sure you get from people. Yeah. Right. It happens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I said I was going to be here. Hmm. And you show up. And in four years, you could literally, I remember I used to hear people say, oh, I've only been in business for five years and I made all this money. I'd be like, bullshit. Your dad gave you money. Your mom gave you money. You had a silver spoon. You're, oh, no, you didn't. I put my own foot in my mouth because it can happen if you run the play. And you just got to come correct. It starts with an honest conversation with yourself, knowing what you got to do and what you're not doing. And this is really looking at the man in the mirror, looking at that person in the mirror. Like everyone knows the things that they should be doing. Mm. Everyone knows. People know. You know, um, I, I've become that guy in, in my circle where people won't call me. They'll literally avoid me because they know I'll fucking give it to them raw. Yeah. Like I'll just call them on their bullshit. Right. Right. Now, the kicker is to be able to stand on your pedestal with pride to be able to know that everything that's coming out of my mouth, I fucking live. Yeah, I like that. And that's what changes who you are. Yeah. Uh, with the play, just to understand, is that the one foot after the other, the consistency and the approach, the day after day routines? Is that what you mean by the play? That's a great question, man. I, I think everyone, um, there, there's the play, like the one foot in front of the other. There are certain yeah. uh, uh, concepts or techniques that you could use. For, for me, it's physical. You got to get your body right. You got to get your mind right. You have to self-develop. Listen to a podcast reading books. I mean, here, the 48 laws of power, becoming supernatural, mm. law of attraction, the four agreements, uncommon leadership, beyond positive thinking as a man thinketh. great book. Oh, great book. I heard that. I heard about that on Bradley's podcast the other day. Amazing book, man. Yeah. Um, I, all of these are amazing books, you know, learning about taxes, the power of zero, mm. like getting, getting down to, you know, a, a 10 to 15% tax bracket learning. So you're physical, you're working out every day, you're pushing your body. You're putting your body, you're, you're, you're pushing yourself, not some pussyfoot, well, I went for a walk today. No, challenge yourself, push yourself, physical, two, mental, learn, focus, read. And there's people out there that say, oh, well, I like to listen to an audible. Reading is exercise for your brain, not listening to something, reading, getting the mental, physical connection of you reading something, highlighting it, circling it right? Not listening to it. And then spirit. For me, May 14th of 2020, I dropped to my knees and I just started praying to God, asking mm -hmm. them to, to put the people, places, and things in front of me to allow me to continue to be a force for good. And uh, I haven't looked back, cut all the bullshit out of my life, all the nonsense that most men do. Um, and uh, all three of those together for the first time in 2020, when that happened, we had our best year ever. Wow. 2021, we destroyed 2020. 2022, we're on track to destroy 2021. Wow. Ever since that moment, huh? Ever since that moment. Wow. What, what was the, I mean, were you a bit scared to just put all the trust 
right there of just hey put the people places uh, things or it's it's uh it's 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 a learning thing um you yeah. know faith is faith is a, a is something that that most people don't understand and it's something that you got to work at yeah. you know a lot of people think well i'm just gonna pray to god and it's gonna happen like i still think about aliens and crazy shit and like how is one person in charge of all like it's like it's a big pill to swallow like if you really go down the rabbit hole um, but faith is believing in something that you know to be true that you can't even explain. And I know that the series of events that have happened, um, I don't believe in coincidences. There's just some epic shit that has happened uh, in our business, in my family, with life. And it just continues to happen um, and just crafting that skill. So for me, running the play is getting those four things in check. Mm. Right. Intentionally getting those four things in check and really focusing and intentionally becoming a stronger version of yourself. Right. If you're deconditioned, overweight, you're 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 making an active attack at becoming healthier. Mm. Right. If you don't know something like I seek new information here, man, I'll uh, it's out my 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 it's out my car. There is 10 things that I itemize every day that I check off. It starts mm. with prayer. And then I, I say this mantra, right? Um, you know, I, I am beyond great here. I'll read it to you, man. Just a, a quick hot second. Just a, I, I read this every single day. Yeah, please day. do. I'm, I'm pumped to hear it. Um, and again, this is me <clears throat> getting my brain. I'm beyond grateful for everything that I have in my life. And I'm doing what I said I was going to do. And because I am doing what I said I was going to do, I do have a life of great abundance and joy. I'm in the process of creating a legacy for the Modric family name. I'm creating generational wealth for Brian, Natalie, Jan, hmm. and my grandchildren. Discipline will be the foundation. Discipline is the ability to keep the promise that I make to myself. Discipline to consistently say no to the bitch voice when it tries to get me to make an excuse. I will consistently execute even when I don't feel like it. I will be freakishly consistent in all areas of my life. My physical, my mental, my spiritual, and my financial will all be in line with my vision. I will have in my possession $10 million by December 18th of 2023 by giving myself, my skills, and my knowledge to people who need help. I'm rich in love. I'm rich in health. I'm rich in happiness. And I am grateful for all of the blessings that God has given me. And I realize I can accomplish anything with my faith in the Lord. I will intentionally be the best father, the best husband, the best brother, and the best leader I can be by living by my core values and my freakishly daily rituals. That's page one. And then it goes into page two. Now I have this on my, I have like an iPad. I will yeah. remind myself daily what my vision is and my business will thrive with amazing opportunities that I will go after every day. I am creating a culture that is built on trust, truth, integrity, work ethic, morals, faith, and loyalty. I will win because I'm smart. I'm enthusiastic. I'm loyal. I'm driven. I'm happy. I'm grateful. And you know what? I'm getting better every day. And I'm a great businessman. I will do whatever it takes that's moral and ethical to develop the skills, the mindset, and the beliefs, and the habits to match the vision of the goal. And I will also use all of my amazing resources of my Arte and the rest of my network to live the life I was intended to live. Every day. Wow. Every day. Every day? Every day. Holy. Every day. Because you have to understand manifestation comes from saying something and creating a new neural pattern. Mm. 
Mm. Now I'm saying this every day. Now, let me just watch how this shows you. There's one part that has probably, and it's, and listen, I'm not trying to say I'm perfect because I'm, you know, as a father and as a husband, I could be a dick. I'm, I'm, I'm that dad. I'm accountability. I'm bitching about why didn't you clean your room? I'm bitching about like, like I'm, yeah. I'm hard. I'm, I'm hard. Uh, on my wife as well. She thinks I'm an asshole a lot of the times. Um, this is the guy she married though. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let me or leave me. So when I say I will intentionally be the best father, the best husband, the best brother, and the best leader I can be by living by my core values, little things like this, where I used to curse a lot. Every other word out of my mouth was F. Like, I mean, like you thought I was like dice clay. Like every other word. And I started to realize I started when I started saying this every day, because I'm saying it every day, it's in my subconscious, it's in my mind, right? Ed talks about this in his book, The Power of One More. Um, if you haven't got it, get it. Um, did you get it yet? Uh, I just got it from a buddy and I'm starting it Monday. I'm, I'm okay. pumped. But you do have a copy of it? Yeah, it's like right downstairs sitting okay, there. Good. So I was going to send you one if you didn't have one. Um, talks about the RAS. So now I noticed I was going to curse in front of my daughter and something hit me mm. because I'm talking about it every day. And I'm like, would the best father really talk like that in front of his daughter? Mm. Shut my mouth. Would the best leader do that? Would the best brother do that? And I started to know because I'm talking about this every day, I'm talking about my vision. I'm seeing it. This is when you bring something that's not there and you pull it in because you're talking about it every day. You're creating, you're breaking the habit of being yourself. A great book by Dr. Joe Dispenza, which was the third book that I read in 2020 when I really started my self-development. Dr. Joe Dispenza, Mm -hmm. amazing book. He has a book called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself and he breaks down how you create new neuro patterns by doing something consistently every day. Because the reality of it is, our habits are neuro patterns. Mm. Think about it. When you go to put on your shoes, I bet you put the same shoe on the same day every day. I bet you brush your teeth the same way every day. There's a neuro pattern that happens. Mm. That's habit. That's great. And it's, it can go bad ways too. I mean, like a neuro pattern for me, if I'm waiting for somebody to join a zoom, I just naturally click on Instagram and it's gotten to the point where I don't even think about it anymore. I'm like, crazy neuro pattern. Yeah. This is probably one of the biggest, craziest things right now. You'll probably notice you'll just flip up, just to flip up, just to flip up, just to kind of flip on. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. So how do you break that? In my 10 things that I do every day, my prayer, my mantra, I text five people, my relationships, I put in there limit phone time. So now I'm saying it every day. I'm writing it down every day. So when I go to normally go and grab that phone to pull up, it's just like, no, I said I was going to limit my phone time. You can break that by creating new habits. Not, I'm not going to go on my phone, limit phone time. Yeah. Limit phone time is my cue. So when I look at it, like, I don't need to go on and check. There's nothing that happened that I haven't checked this morning. Yeah. Not relevant. For sure. It's neural patterns. So that's four out of the 10 was the uh, prayer, the mantra, limit phone. I assume oh fitness God. is in there somewhere. So um, um, uh, it's funny you say that. Uh, normally fitness, because fitness 
I don't have to think about fitness. Yeah. For me, fitness is like brushing my teeth. I don't have to put brushing my teeth on here and I brush them every damn day. That's me. So this is going back to, uh, you know, that running the play. And I'm, 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 I'm glad we're getting on this. So for me, it's pray my mantra. I visualize, I text five people a day to keep the relationships. I read 10 pages, eat clean and hydrate. I limit my phone time. I seek new information. I try to learn something new every day. I make my list, my critical task list for tomorrow. I make that list at night. Mm. So when I wake up, I'm in execute mode. And then I pray before I go to bed. Those are 10 things. And this is pretty much my planner. I have it on my app. They, they're, they're synced um, every day. Every day. What people have to understand is that the four pillars, the physical, the mental, the spiritual, and the financial, those are just good pillars to use. But you have to find your operating system. Mm. Everybody's success code is different. Everybody's different. Some people may have a four digit code because they just, they're wired differently. They learn things. They don't need to, like some people I know read every day. They don't have to put read 10 pages a day. The same way I don't have to put fitness. People must find their own operating system. And I think this is the challenge, right? Because they say, everyone should say, well, you should do this and you should do that. And you should do this. What works for you? Mm. My whole family knows every single day I wake up, I'm going to eat and I'm going to go to the gym. Unquestionable. Doesn't matter where we're at. Doesn't matter if we're vacation. Everyone in my family knows my ass will get up first. I got to eat or I'll be a cranky son of a bitch. And I go to the gym next. Literally. That's, that's who I am. The people out there, you gotta, you gotta be in tuned and you gotta be aware of how your body works, how your brain works. Everybody's wired differently. What are those things that bring you joy? And I did this all through 2020. I was vetting out what works for me because what works for me may not work for you. Mm. You may be someone, and again, it's understanding your human needs, right? For me, keeping those relationships and pouring into people on a daily basis, that serves me. Mm. I don't need to get paid to be a coach. Could I be a coach? I could start a coaching program like that. It's not about that money. I want to serve people. I want to pour into them. I want to bring life into them. I don't need to get paid for it. I make my money off of other things. So finding what that operating system is, right? For me, it's physical, mental, phys- uh, spiritual, and financial. Making sure that I eat clean every day. I'm learning something new every day. I'm visualizing every day. Those 10 things are my key operating systems. That's what gets Brad Modrich to perform. Somebody may want to watch a YouTube clip every day. Someone may want to listen to an Audible every day. Some people may want to call their mother every day just because they need that point of connection. Whatever it is, some people need to walk and see the sunshine every day. I need to get that that sun. I need to get an outside walk. Whatever that is, find out what the fuck it is that you like and do it every day. Why can't you? This is where people fuck up and they make excuses. Mm. I made it clear to my whole family. Like I had family meeting about this. Do not call me until I come home from the gym. 
Like it's a known fact. My whole family knows where the hell I'm at at 7:30 every single day. Yeah. I'm in the gym. It's because that's who I am. Who you are. Yeah. I, yeah. I love I love that you mentioned like you let the family know because you told them your intention and you're making it more aware. And I mean, everyone's all on the same page. I think a lot of people leave that out. It's like, here's my 10 things, but not going to tell anybody. It's like, nah, man, you're on the same page with them. You're telling them how it is. And that makes the relationship far better because they understand you, you understand them type of thing. So absolutely. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. That's a, you did you write real, real quick? Did you write the 10 things like during uh, 2020 when you said you went real heavy on the self-awareness first development? Yeah. Well, it's, it started. Remember when I said, do what you said you were going to do, right? Yeah. So it started with 10 little things. And I think, you know, when, when people are on, uh, when people are on that path of self-development, I think sometimes they try to put too big of things on their wins. And mm. matter of fact, matter of fact, this was the original, I'm beyond grateful mantra. This is from 2020, this book. And it started with literally getting a notebook and writing 10 simple things down. It was just as simple as simple could be. Think about this. Imagine, just think about, again, that neural pattern in brain, right? If you say that you're going to do something and you do it, I'm going to drink two eight-ounce bottles of water today. I'm going to eat one healthy meal today. I'm going to wake up at 7 a.m. today. It could be the simplest of tasks. Now, imagine every day you're getting 10 simple things, 10 simple. I don't care how simple they are. I'm going to be in my bed by 10 o'clock. Nothing crazy, nothing. I got to create this great business. I got to do something. I don't know what I'm doing. Do put 10 things down there that you know are going to help you be a little bit better. Now, imagine checking that off every day. I did it. I did it. I did it because this is, this is where the magic comes in. So many people, your brain is like a supercomputer. It fucking records everything. And how many times have you said that you're going to do something and you didn't do it? Imagine this, Chris, imagine you needed me for something. And you said, Hey, Brad, here, take the podcast, Brad, you're going to be here at five o'clock on Wednesday, the 27th. And I said, yeah, absolutely. I'm going to be there. You can count on me, brother. Um, and it comes and I don't show. Call me the next day. Hey, WTF. What's up, bro? Oh, man, I'm so sorry. Hey, let's, let's, let's do it again. We scheduled. That time comes again. And I know show you on you again. What are you thinking? Like, oh, dude, I get it. I know he's busy. Blah, 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 blah. We reschedule again. Third time. I know show you on you again. What are you thinking? Like, Who's bro, this guy. This fucking dude's a dick. Yeah. Right? Like, screw this dude. Like, he keeps telling me he's going to be here and he's not going to be here. That's what people do every damn day with themselves. Mm. They say they're going to do something and they don't do it. Your brain records that. And now you're creating this neural pattern of subconsciously not doing what you say you're going to do. So change it. 10 little things every day. I promise you, you do this for the next 
you do this for the next 60 days, you will see something dramatic change. 10 little things, just check them off. Go get a, a, a 59 cent notebook. Go get a 59 cent notebook and just start writing it down right there and start with, start with those 10 little things. 10 little things, make it simple. That's it. Check it off. I did it. Check it off. I did it. Check it off. I did it. I did it day one. Now day two comes. Check it off. Check it off. Check it off. Check it off. You're going to start to create a new neural pattern. I did it. I did it. I did it. I did it. Then you can start changing. Hey, I want to get to the gym 30 minutes. I'm going to work out 30 minutes. I'm going to drink a half a gallon of, of water, right? I'm going to start. I'm going to start. I'm going to read 10 pages a day. Now you can start interlaying what these things are that make you tick. But the key is every day checking them 10 freaking things off the list. Because over time, you're going to look back and you're going to say, you know what? I did what I said I was going to do. That's how you started. That's what I did. It's exactly how I got to where I'm at today. Yeah. I love this. I'm, I'm getting pumped up right now. I mean, I have a pretty strict list, but the 10 things and you're telling your mind over and over and over again, this is who I am. This is what I do. Check, check, check. That's where the big momentum comes in. Yeah. Reading that mantra every day for two and a half years. That I call it a mantra. Um, that that's that I am statement. This it's is like an affirmation. Their affirmation. Yeah. I say that every day, and I say it with passion. I say it with conviction. I say it with a feeling, right? Because the key when you're visualizing is bringing that feeling out. Yes, I am. I'm, I don't get mad. Mm. How can I get mad? At the life I live. I'm alive. I woke up today. Some people didn't have that. What else could fucking go wrong? Business might, something might happen at the business, mechanical, it's money. We'll figure out a solution. This is healthy. This is here. My kids are here. I'm healthy. I'm good. I am grateful. You could even put morning gratitude in there. Like really thinking about what you're grat- grateful for and saying it. I'm grateful that I'm alive. I'm grateful that I have air in my lungs. But then taking the time to be consistent. Notice how many times I said I'm going to be consistently, freakishly consistent. I am a consistent, I'm consistent like that I know. And I say that with great pride and honor. I'm a consistent motherfucker. That's half the battle. Yeah. I hope this I helps. It. No, I love this, man. I'm, I'm so pumped right now. Like- Good. I was like, all right, I want to get good sleep tonight, but hell no, that's not happening because my brain's just like, <laughs> so I know the listeners, the listeners out there who just heard that go rewind the last like 15 minutes and listen to it two or three times. If you're driving right now, pull over, write some of this stuff down. Cause this is like liquid gold. I mean, Brad's been in business four years. When I first researched him, I thought he was here for, for 30 plus running his own companies. That's just how fast and how well he's grown. And he just literally gave you the damn blueprint in 10 to 15 minutes. And uh, man, Brad, I want to thank you for, for that last remark there. I really appreciate you bringing that up to everyone's attention. Yeah, man. It's, uh, you know, I, I can't, I can't copyright this. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta give my credit to my brother, Bradley. Mm. Um, so Bradley was on a zoom and I listened to this probably like March 15th of 2020. Um, heard him pretty much give this verbatim speech 
Um, and it hit me. It hit me hard, like really hard. Honest conversation, it hit me hard. So when it hit me hard, and I'll show you how much gratitude I had. In 2021, last year, I flew out, called him, and I, I, uh, I'm, I'm just very fortunate that I, I was able to connect with him a long time ago. Uh, shot him a text, hey, I'm going to be in Vegas. I want to come out. I want to meet you. Da, 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 da. Went out to his office, and uh, he was like, what's up, man? You know, there's a lot of energy. Yeah. And uh, I just sat down with him, and I just wanted to thank him. As much as Andy and Ed, they're very – I love these guys. It was that podcast that I listened to and I went and I shook his hand. I was like, Brad brother, you were the pivotal moment in a time that I needed to just become better. What you said resonated with me. And I shook his hand. I was like, I'm fucking forever grateful for you. I just wanted to thank you. I tell your story. Right. And by no means do I ever take credit for it because I'm just running Brad's play. This was the play that I got from him and I pay it forward. Um, but I listen and then I execute it. So the people who are listening execute. Mm. That's the differentiator. I execute it. And he has he has right when you walk into his conference room, he has a, this big plaque on the on the wall, big uh, saying it says, get the information from the people who have it and give it to the people who need it. Mm. And that's why I do what I do like this. I love that. I drop it. You just dropped a bomb as he says on his, uh, <laughs> on his podcast, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's funny. Uh, I love that. I love that you gave the credit to him and I've, I've been listening to Brad for a while as well. Yeah. Um, so, but, uh, but yeah, man, what, uh, what's your one word uh, that you would describe kind of your journey over the last, you know, I don't call it like four to five years. Cause it sounds like that's when it's really taken off exponentially. Discipline. I love that. Discipline. Discipline. That discipline Discipline. creates freedom. Discipline equals freedom. 100%. Uh, I love Jocko. I'm part of his echelon Mm. front team too. Uh, So like my mentors are obviously Andy and Ed. I'm on Jocko's. I listen. I'm part of the Jocko's echelon front academy. Jocko's just an amazing human being. And then Ben Newman. Uh, the four of those combined, I just believe, uh, I believe in, 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 in coaching. I believe in, in getting better. Uh, and, uh, yeah, those are the four guys that helped me get to where I'm at today. And you said, you said, uh, Ed, Andy, Jocko, Ben Newman, and Ben Newman and, and, yeah, Bra- and Bradley. Bradley. Cool. Yeah. Cool. A lot of these, uh, a lot of the folks listen to next level minds, uh, follow those guys as well. Um, so thanks for mentioning that, but Brad, this was an epic time and I had an absolute blast. I love talking with you. And, uh, of course, thank you so much for taking the time to be on the show and everything, brother. Appreciate having me on, man. Thank you. Well, that's it, everyone. Thanks again for taking the time to sit down and listen to this week's episode of Next Level Minds. Be sure to connect with Brad on the various social media avenues that he mentioned. And other than that, as we like to say here at Next Level Minds, your mindset is your greatest weapon for the battle of success.